Come the fount of every blessing, tune my heart to sing thy praise. Streams of mercy never ceasing, call for songs of loudest praise. Teach me, wait, am I supposed to be? Everybody, this is nobody. Um, I forgot if I was supposed to whistle or sing at the beginning of these because it's been too long since I did a time with nobody episode. Uh, I have been very busy with other things, and if I told you what those things were, then I'd be giving away who I was, and if I gave away who I was, then I wouldn't be anonymous anymore. So I can't tell you what those things were, but I've been busy, and oh goodness, my battery's at eleven percent. Okay, sorry, my phone is uh, nearing death. Uh, I've been recording these on my phone because these days you can do that because technology uh, is amazing. You know, so if you have a, a fancy smartphone, then you can record on your phone, which is a nice thing about smartphones. There are other things about smartphones that I don't really like, like uh, how much I end up just looking at my phone all day instead of looking out at, you know, the trees and the sky and people, things like that. So, you know, everything has its cost. Oh, well, anyway, uh, today I'm going to tell you a story about a man named Boris. And uh, Boris was named Boris the Horus. And I don't know why he, he was called Boris the Horus, uh, because Horus is also a name, and it doesn't really make any sense as a title. But I think probably what people, what someone was trying to do was to call him Boris the Horrible and just got the wrong word and it stuck because it rhymed so well. Look, it's Boris the Horus coming. Hide your stuff. He might want to buy it from you and then you'll find out later that he didn't pay what it was worth. Boris was a sneaky, slimy, conniving sort of fellow. But he wasn't the sort who crept around and would steal things. He was bold and brash and brazen at the same time. I'm Boris the Horus, and I have one goal in life. To rule the world. <laughs> what you just heard there was Boris's evil laugh. All truly evil... Uh, supervillains give out a, an evil laugh, which, if written down, is spelled mwahaha, like M-W-A-H, mwah. I don't know why it's spelled like that. But when you see that, then you should be on high alert for a, a very villainous person, because only villainous people laugh like mwahaha. <laughs> 
And Boris was indeed a very villainous person. But he was also very rich. He was super rich. And um, so he... Uh, he, uh, uh, he was also very powerful. Yeah, that's what I was getting at. He was very powerful. He, he had a big business. And the business basically employed everybody in, in town. His business was making spoons. And he made spoons that were not very good spoons, but they were so cheap that everybody bought them anyway. And everybody in town. And then eventually everybody in the whole state. And then eventually, everybody in the whole country bought Boris the Horace's spoons because they were so cheap, even though they weren't very good. And they, uh, I'm sorry, I'm, 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 this story is based off of a proverb. And I've accidentally lost the proverb, and so I'm trying to find it at the same time that I'm uh, telling the story, which is never a good idea at all. The righteous prosper, no, the blessing of an upright city, no, the man who lacks judgment, no, the gospel is a black guy, wicked man, or intercept, truth, righteous, foolish. Just one second, just one second here, please excuse me. Judgment, people curses you, seeks ever trust you, brings through life the righteous, whoever loves good man to make. Town up established through wife, no plans of the righteous. Where is the wicked? Where is the righteous? I'm going to have to pause this episode while I find the proverb. One second, please. Okay, I found it. Um, that's the nice thing too about these smartphones. It's really easy to pause and it used to be on the old tape recorders. You'd hear a big clunk when you had to press, press the stop button and then record again. Well, Boris the Horus, he was so rich, uh, that even though he wasn't making tons of money off of these spoons, he was able to make his business grow faster and faster because everybody bought these spoons and pretty soon everybody in the whole nation almost was working for Boris. And then he thought, why should I stop with spoons? I'll branch out. I'll make the world's cheapest forks and the world's cheapest knives. <laughs> and why stop there? <laughs> I'll start making the world's cheapest bowls and the world's cheapest plates and the world's cheapest cups. And who knows? I might even start making the world's cheapest tables and chairs. <laughs> and so Boris continued to expand his empire. And, and really what he wanted was not to uh, sell a lot of stuff and make a lot of money, although he did like the money. Please, I'll have the filet mignon and the caviar, and uh, here's a little $100 tip for you. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you. He, he really liked being rich, but he especially liked the power. He liked being able to go into his business and say, mm, You! You, sir! Uh, yes, sir? You're not working hard enough. I'm working as hard as I ever can, sir. Not working hard enough. You're fired. Get out of here right now. But, sir, please, I have a wife and children. Get out. Out you go. Ha, ha, ha. I mean, you're out. He just liked being able to fire people and, and being able to tell them what to do. And 
and having them bow and scrape before him. Yes, sir, uh, whatever you say, sir, I'll do whatever you say. Of course, sir, I will abase myself even more than this. I'll do things that uh, normally I think are immoral, sir, or, or uh, unethical, but I'll do them for you, sir. Yes, sir, I will. Because people didn't want to lose their jobs, and so they they had to work somewhere, and right now Boris was pretty much employing everyone, and so they did what he said. And Boris, he thought, I will take over the entire known universe with my powerful intentions, and then I will become the Grand Mufta, and I will rule the world. <laughs> so Boris, you know, in this fictional story, this is a fictional story, meaning it didn't really happen. He expanded from kitchenware, and, and he started to make cars and and. Uh, and trucks, and, and, and house supplies, and, and electrical supplies, and plumbing supplies, and, and road building supplies, and, and he pretty much took over the whole world, and he bought up the whole stock market, and basically, all of a sudden, it seemed all of a sudden, although it took a long time, and Boris actually was growing rather old by the time it was all done, he had basically taken over all the money in the whole world. And he he was uh, more than a trillionaire. He was like a quintillionaire. And I don't even know if that's a real word. But the point is, he was by far the richest person in the world. And because he was so rich and owned basically all the businesses, he was also incredibly powerful. And so the president of the United States and the president of the uh, or the leaders of the European Union and the president of Russia and the president of China and all the presidents of the world came to Boris and they were like, Oh, Boris the Horus, uh, you, we think uh, we want you to be the head of the uh, United Nations. Uh, yes, because um, we want to be on your good side. Uh, don't say that out loud, you idiot. Oh, I mean, uh, we think you deserve it. We think you are such a noble and benevolent leader that uh, you uh, you will always do what's good and right. But really, they just wanted to not make Boris the Horus mad because he controlled all the banks and he controlled all the businesses and he was so powerful that he could do basically whatever he wanted in the world. And he did. So, for example, he said things like, I think that cats should be illegal. I hate cats. One of them scratched me on the chin once and I've still got a scar. Ah, my chin! And I have that memory to this very day. And so I am hereby banning all cats everywhere. So everybody had to get rid of their cats and send them out into the wild. Or he also said things like, Chocolate is ridiculous. I don't understand what the big deal is. I don't like chocolate. What's this? Mm, chocolate? I've heard it's good. Yuck. Ah, gross. I don't like that at all. It turns out what he had eaten was not chocolate. Uh, it was something else. It was like a, a piece of charcoal or, or something, and, and it really wasn't wasn't good at all, but he decided that everybody should not eat chocolate because he didn't like chocolate. 
And he was just getting ready to ban all water and say that everyone had to drink uh, nothing but soda pop. I think water is ridiculous. It just tastes like nothing. And for that matter, air is sort of dumb too. And it, uh, And suddenly, Boris the Horus had a heart attack. And he fell over, and he breathed his last, and he died. And so, some poor men came who worked for him previously at one of his mortuaries, because he owned pretty much all the businesses, you know. And they took him, and they carried his body off, and they did what mortuaries do with bodies and and they put him in a coffin and dug a hole in the ground and they stuck his coffin down in the ground and and they threw a bunch of dirt on top of it and flowers grew over top of him and uh, after a few years you know people would walk right by and they wouldn't even look at his grave. And then once a, a little boy was like, Daddy, Daddy, what's that grave there? What does it say? Hmm? Oh, uh, that says Boris the Horus. Uh, he ruled from these dates to those dates. This is fictional, so I can't put it in real history. Who is Boris the Horus, Daddy? Hmm? Oh, yeah, he was a... You know, a, a pretty powerful man at some point. I don't remember much about him. I was a young boy back when he was alive. He's not really important. Oh, okay, Dad. And that was pretty much the last that anybody ever said about Boris the Horus, except for in history class. And the point is that, as it says in Proverbs eleven seven, when a wicked man dies, his hope perishes. All he expected from his power comes to nothing. You see, wicked men have only one short lifetime to try and get as much power as they can and enjoy it because that's all the time they've got. But if you know Jesus as your Savior, if, if God is your Father, then you are going to live with God forever and you'll have hope of an eternity life with Him that will never end. And so the wicked man, he dies and, and his hope is gone. That's the end of his hope because all his power is gone. Just like Boris the Horus. <laughs> Before the, the Christian, the person that does have a relationship with God, their hope is just beginning when they die. And even if they don't ever have power, they'll always have Jesus and they'll always have eternity, eternal life, real, true, vibrant, wonderful life with God in heaven. And that is the most amazing thing at all. So don't be like Boris the Horus. Uh, for one thing, I hope you aren't named that. It's kind of an odd name. Uh, but instead, I hope that you trust in Jesus, the Son of God, the Messiah, the one who can save you from your sins and, and who can give you eternal life. Uh, I, I'm supposed to sing, aren't I? Uh, okay. Um, 
What a friend we have in Jesus, all our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer.